Hello and welcome to another episode of Fastener Talk, presented by Fastener and Fixing Magazine. From my dulcet tones, you will hopefully by now be able to tell that I am the host and editor, Will Lowry, and the Robin to my Batman is the smiley deputy editor, Claire Aldridge. Hi Robin, I mean hi Claire. I am not calling you Batman. <laughs> As we all know, we are here to talk everything fasteners, fastener news, products, exhibitions. We're here to keep you up to date, which has never been more important. But the end is in sight, Will. The sun is shining, spring is coming, and with the vaccination drive across the world, things are looking up. And hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll be out in the industry again this year. Although there is a little hope, there is still certain challenges across the industry. How's it looking, Will? As always with the fastener and fixing industry, there is never a dull moment. And that is certainly true with a lot of factors influencing the companies around the world. The first of which is containers availability and sea freight prices, which is covered in our news section. The British and Irish Fastener Distributors Association highlights a challenge its members are facing when it comes to container prices and availability. This is not just a UK challenge, but one that I know is being experienced by companies worldwide. Prices are at an all-time high, and if you do agree to such prices, you can still find that within a day, the container is no longer available at that price. It is a theme that runs throughout several articles, especially our cover story. Yes, you spoke to Eckhard Beerman, didn't you, from Fastbolt? Yes, I caught up with Eckhard, and as always, it was great to chat to him about a wide range of topics impacting the market. It was a frank conversation, and it was clear that with so many factors impacting the industry, his decision to start investing in digitisation back in 2005, and his continued belief in digitisation as a tool to help make processes more efficient, has really come to the fore over the last 12 months especially when it comes to things such as sea freight prices, the COVID-19 pandemic, as well as potential future anti-dumping tariffs. Talking about anti-dumping, that leads us quite nicely onto our special feature that you've worked on this issue, Will. Yes, as we all know, anti-dumping is a very divisive topic with different opinions depending on your type of business. And the announcement by the European Commission just before Christmas of an anti-dumping investigation into imports of certain iron or steel fasteners from the People's Republic of China has certainly caused a lot of discussion. As a magazine, we always look to give a balanced and impartial view on the topic, which is why in the January edition, we invited the associations of the European Faster Distributors Association and the European Industrial Fasteners Institute to submit articles on that topic. Whilst EFTA did submit an article, EFI politely declined. However, this led to only distributors' point of view being printed. With that in mind, we decided to go directly to the distributors and manufacturers themselves to get their thoughts on the situation, and we have a good balance of opinions. It's a great feature and gets across both points of view, and it's currently such a big topic in the market, so it's an important read. If you're listening to this right now and you've got an opinion you'd like to share, please get in touch by emailing us at editor at fasterandfixing.com. We always want to hear from you. What else has caught your eye this issue, Will? Well, I spoke to Daniel Suarez, CEO at Rivet Specialist Bralo Group, about what he has learned about the company and industry since joining Bralo in 2019. We also talk about the group's global presence and how it's enabled to meet the challenges over the last 12 months. There is another excellent insight from Marco Guettori, editor-in-chief at Italian Faster magazine on the Italian economy in 2020. 
Anyway, that's enough of me talking. I know you have been just as busy this month, so what do you have? Well, as you know, Will, the exhibition section has certainly been causing me a lot of headaches this over this last year. The last time, for example, that we included an events calendar was in the March 2020 issue. So it's only fitting that for this March issue, we bring it back a year after it's been away. With that in mind, I created an exhibition guide, which lists the leading show dates in the Faster and Fixing calendar. Obviously, disclaimer, it was correct at the time that we went to the printers, but if 2020 has taught us anything, that can change in an instant. For example, Fastenfest Stuttgart is now being held in November this year, and due to that, Fastenfest Italy is moving to 2022. You've also mentioned to me that you've noticed digitisation being mentioned in several articles as well. Absolutely. I think it's really interesting to see how companies are adapting to the new normal. Uh, as much as we don't like to use that phrase, we've got examples throughout the magazine on investments uh, as well as businesses trying to keep serving their customers despite all the challenges they're facing companies from all over the fastener market too we've got an example uh, from an article with the construction fixings association who have used 2020 to invest in an e-learning platform something that they have been hoping to implement for a number of years but the pandemic really gave them the push that they needed the platform covers a wide range of topics just like their traditional live training courses relating to drilled in fixings and anchors for concrete and masonry now, I've been to many courses run by the C- CFA and it's refreshing to see how they're approaching the situation at the moment. They really are passionate about helping the fixing sector overcome its skills shortage, which is a big challenge in the market. That article also goes nicely with another piece in construction fixings from Barbara Segato, the Secretary General of the European Consortium of Anchor Producers, or ECAP as they're better known, who mentions that word digitisation again and how a new XML format for declaration of performances could help the construction industry take another step towards digitisation. In manufacturing technology, I know you've been working on a great feature regarding heading and forging. I have indeed. We've got two articles from SACMA Group. The first highlights the company's new mechatronic application, S-Transfer, which has been launched following on the success of its S-Feed wire feeder with servo motor. The new S-Transfer is available for six die progressive headers from size four to size six. In its other article, SACMA talks us through its new double blow header model with threading unit, and this year we'll see the delivery of the first combined header for fasteners from M3 to M8. We also have articles from Carlo Salvi and National Machinery as part of this special feature. And after this, we have our new section, Fastener Testing, which you've been in charge of this issue, Will, focusing on mechanical testing. That's correct. Once again, similar to last issue, Rotec Laboratories have provided an article with John Cross, General Manager at Rotec, outlining the importance of mechanical testing. There is also another article from independent Italian laboratory SMT, highlighting its knowledge and experience in providing tests, machinery and services for the fastener and fixing industry. Our features don't stop there though. There is an electronics feature in application technology. 
Yep, we have a host of articles from fastener manufacturers, distributors and adhesive companies all supplying into the electronics sector. This includes an article from Dr. Carl Bitzer, Head of Product Management at Delo Industrial Adhesives, who talks about miniaturisation in the power electronics sector and why it's become a global trend. Carl talks to us about how adhesive companies need to step up and answer this with the development of new products such as high-end encapsulants and potting compounds to protect these sensitive electronic components. Last but not least is your editor's pick, Will, and I'd almost forgot about it, but not quite. (laughs) Once again, I'm going to break the rules, and I'm not only going to pick a section, but I'm also going to get you to explain why. So this week's editor's pick is products and tools. Why is that, Claire? Because I did all the work? No, because it's riveting. Oh, yeah, very, very good. The product section has not one, but two great product features this issue, which is why I imagine you chose it as your editor's pick instead of the riveting joke there, Will. (laughs) The rivet and rivet nuts feature and battery installation feature has a host of articles, including one from Dago Metal, JRP, Arc Group of Companies and Smartfix technologies to name just a few it really is worth a read the battery installation tools feature includes articles from Halmet aerospace as well as anthony coulson who technical sales manager for spit a brand of itw construction products who tells us the benefits of battery installation tools and explains how choosing a combination of both battery and gas power tools can increase productivity and save money I know I say it every single issue, but this one really is jam-packed. And we're already working on the May edition, and and maybe I need to work on my jokes as well. Yeah, absolutely. No rest for the wicked. Um, For those new listeners, don't forget to sign up to the podcast via your podcast store to make sure you don't miss out. For instance, in a recent interview with Charlie Gage, Senior Application Engineer for Chassis and Powertrain at Sankaba Mobility, we focus on fasteners and the EV market. For our back catalogue, you can also visit fastenerandfixing.com and click the podcast symbol in the header. I think that's everything. I think for now, all that's left to say is thank you for listening to another episode of Fasten Talk.